If the love doesn't feel like nine days, nine days on me, Shan, how we say, I don't want it. how we say, I don't want it. If the love doesn't feel like nine days, nine days on me, Byron, how we say, how we say, I don't want it. Shan, Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome to 90s R&B University, where we are educating the miseducated on all things rhythm and blues. I am Shan, your first lady, and I am here with the professor, Mr. Know-It-All himself, B. How are you doing today? you know how it is. I decided I'm the PhD in R&B right now. (laughs) (laughs) Since everybody else is up. We're going to be doctorates now. You know, Dr. B's in the building. That's how we have to do it. What's going on, Shan? How you feeling? How you living? I am great. I am great. Cannot complain. Like it's, it's been a long time. It has been. It has been. Um, I think that we have caused a lot of trouble, to be honest. <laughs> Good trouble. You know, our last our last episode was R and Beefs. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like people were just inspired <laughs> by our Not episode to just be their true selves, I would say. Okay, <laughs> Oh my goodness. So uh can we talk we we spoke about it on the show, didn't we? We talked about Anita Baker versus mm-hmm, everybody. Mm-hmm. And she heard the show. In my mind, she heard the show. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, you know, I might as well add somebody else to the list. Oh goodness. Poor Kenny Babyface Edmonds. Poor babyface. You know. Poor babyface. <laughs> I didn't know that he had such a beehive fan base, though. Can we talk you about? Both. I was like, wait a minute, not, not the babyface fans sitting threatening things. What to she call them the the babyface crazies? The babyface crazies, yes. That's the that's the name. The crazies came for Anita and her DMs. She couldn't this take supposed it. Supposed to be all smooth and things like like yeah. What's going on? You know, but you know, I will say, like, you gotta respect the the elders, like these young you folk do. who don't know do. the legacy of Anita Baker. They just jumping on the bandwagon, so you can't mm-hmm. be sliding. Don't slide Anita Baker's DMs threatening her. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, no, you can't do that. You cannot you do put that. Put respect on it, you know. And but um, yeah, it's wild. So they base no longer on the Songstress tour as no. Anita announced because of the bullying cyber bullying that she's been experiencing mm-hmm. um because of the crazies you know <laughs> and that's a lot that is a we come lot. for you on two occasions <laughs> day and night <laughs> you know it's a lot but you know i can understand you know her point of view because babyface didn't come out and, you know specifically say anything to his fans be like yo chill out you guys are doing way too much x y and z he just kind of kept quiet on the whole ordeal until he was taken off of a tour <laughs> i mean babyface never really says anything at all you know but i i, I feel like he's know, a quiet he tender lover you know, he is a tender lover I feel like he could have at least addressed his fans and be like, hey, y'all doing a little too much here. Because well, now yeah. he's messing with his coin. Well, is he? 
is he? Because I think he just secured <laughs> himself a whole concert after that tiny desk that I just watched. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. And yes, that was just so incredible. It was a reminder that he don't need to be nobody's cool nothing and opening he act does and not, all that stuff. Not at all. He can <clears throat> hold his own. Absolutely. Yeah. And anybody, anybody will gladly, as we saw, come and do backup for Baby Face. Mm-hmm. That was can, that was a good one. That was really good. Can we just talk about that? Can we just talk about getting Shantae Moore, mm-hmm. the songbird herself, and mm-hmm. then getting Avery Wilson, mm-hmm. the amazing vocalist that he is, um, mm-hmm. and then of course Mr. Darrell Tank Babs as well on the on the bongos and on the on the riffs and runs or whatever his neck was doing at the time. Um, yeah, leave him there. He was he was there. He was there. I know you have thoughts. You have thoughts and concerns. <laughs> but, but it was amazing, you know, just to go through all of those amazing kids as Babyface does reminding you why he is the, the true king of rhythm and blues. Uh, and the pen mm-hmm. is sick and he reminded you that he can write it all from rock to some smooth female songs, to just his yes. own catalog of hits. So it was it was everything I needed. It was 29 minutes of incredibility. It was great. It was great. Everyone sounded great. I mean, A.B. Wilson did his thing. Mm. Shantae mm. Moore, you don't even have to say she anything. She had her too. She is just, whew. Yeah, yeah. The way she just I mean, hits them on. notes like come it on. ain't nothing to a G. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> No, Tank was great. He was doing a little too much for me, you know. You know, Tank first, is positioning himself to really be five a, a commentator of rhythm mm-hmm. and blues. He uh, is. He is. He, he's giving you all that personality and letting you know that he has been here and that he knows his stuff. So he's really trying to have, have his voice in the conversation. And I have no problem with that. I don't. <laughs> I just want him to calm down. Just, just calm it down just a little bit. I feel like he's like that kid who just got, you know, who's just gotten their first little dose of fame and they're just doing the absolute most with everything. Yeah, he, he's a blessed man though, right? Babyface called yes, you. He is. Out of everybody that Babyface could have called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think they all, besides Shantae Moore, because she's just been with Babyface so long and Forever. she's done so much work with him. It was only right that she'd be there, you know? Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah but, but Avery and Tank, like, it was an honor to to mm-hmm. get that call from him. It was. I for agree. sure. For sure. You know, if anybody would have done, you know, Usher could have done that. <laughs> she would have done backup Babyface. You know, anybody yeah. who got yeah. that call. <laughs> so I think it'd be a, it, was, it was amazing. And it, it led into uh, Tank's tiny desk that we got to see this week mm-hmm, we did and, and i saw your husband in the background he was there he was there <laughs> luke. luke i was so excited i was like as soon as i saw that post about who was doing background vocals i was automatically tuned in yeah because at first and i wasn't gonna watch it I'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> <laughs> so i was gonna give you a platform because i know you have tank uh psa but <laughs> <laughs> I, know you, I know you're not a big fan. You're not a big fan. I love Tank. Okay, let me let me just clarify a few things. I like R and B spark to everybody. Music. However, it's just something about the personality that just doesn't feel authentic not to me. It's like he's just trying too hard. That's just my mm. own personal opinion. Mm. But like pen game wise, you know, music wise, you can't touch him. He's he's great. 
I loved hearing the songs that he wrote because they were songs I just hadn't heard yes. since like 106 and Park. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with Regret by Latoya. Shout out to Brooke Valentine. Yes, well, I never really gave the that. time of day besides Girl Fight, to be honest with you. I, li- I, I listened to the first time to her to her album after the Tiny Death because I was like, oh, she sings. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I'm it. glad that he, that he brought Brooke Valentine out because I think a lot of people have forgotten that she sings. Yeah, you know, me, I think me she was like on one of, one of those love and hip hop reality shows or something like she that. She was on one of those. So ones, everybody just yeah. kind of you know saw like the personal life portion of it, but probably forgotten that you know she got a voice. She, yeah. she, she can blow. Yeah, she did. So I was excited to see her. Yeah. And Lonnie as well. I personally get excited oh whenever I see Lonnie. He is just amazing. one of those underrated fireballs. So underrated. Yeah, yeah. So, so for him to get that exposure and to kill it. As he always does, under underneath underneath <laughs> the radar was really fantastic. All right, we got it out of the way. Luke, 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 Luke. That dang on Luke James. That dang on Luke James. <sighs> to those of you who are just now knowing what Shannon and I have known for years, for welcome. Years. So welcome for years. <laughs> you know. When he started to sing naked, I was like, hmm, he's a little awkward now. Just a little off, just a tidbit, just a smidgen. Yeah. But we all can't anyway. be Marcus Houston, but you we can't. We can't all be Marcus Houston. <laughs> Ooh, it was... that maybe I deserve. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, he got hey, it. Lucas James Boyd. <laughs> As full government. James Boyd, like, come on. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely, you know, and somebody was saying, you know, I like Luke James, but I just wish he had like the same catalog as some of the other artists, you know, because his yeah. voice can carry everything. And he I agree, amazing, I agree. Amazing voice. Yeah, like everybody's like, he should have his own tiny desk. Yes, you should. Yes, he he does. He deserves it. I was actually excited yeah. to to see him on there because I remember a tweet that he put out like a couple of years ago saying that he wanted to be like on Tiny Desk. Like, what's oh, up with Tiny Desk? And then now oh. here you are. You know, you're singing back up, but you're still you're here. You're on Tiny Desk. Don't matter. Don't matter. You can end up in the front like Tank just, just did. Amazing. Like, so yeah. some things just all come to fruition in due time. Mm-hmm. 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 Right, yeah. But, you know, he's just so talented that he gets he caught up doing the acting and the music and all the things he's loves to do but you know we we ride with luke no matter what he does yeah amazing i mean all right all right all right so what's next on our docket here um oh did you watch the Aaliyah superstar i did i I watched it um it really didn't tell me anything that i did not really know yeah um i appreciated footage i hadn't seen before yeah that that i I appreciate it her yeah. uncle was on there, and he always rubs me the wrong way. So I was like, "Yeah, he get he get old, he get old." But you know, yes, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uncle Barry, Uncle Barry. <laughs> yeah, but but to your point, you know, those who know Aaliyah, mm-hmm. nothing new for us. But I love yeah. that it was on network television. That it was for mm-hmm. a new generation. You know, the yeah. people that they uh, had as commentators were sort of like the the folks who. Um, were inspired by Leah Seven Streeter, mm-hmm. you know, of course, and then some other folks on there as well. But just, um, it was helpful for a new crop of people who weren't there crying their eyes mm-hmm. out, you know, wh- the way we were back in 2001, you and know? And just seeing just how her impact and legacy just lives on. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. still still was tough to watch, that last mm-hmm. It's always tough to watch. Of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, but I'm glad that she has that shine. Of course, she's being inducted into the R&B 
Hall of Fame. So mm-hmm. that's why, why they created such a, a, a platform to tell her story. And I'm so glad they did. I'm so glad they did. We need we need to continue to uplift those legacies of these these artists that don't get a lot of attention, you know, outside of some T-shirts. And I'm like asking <laughs> kids, like, do you understand why? <laughs> like, do you know who that is? No. <laughs> you know, but uh. So I appreciated it for that. Even my brother texted me like, I did not know that certain things, you know? Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So it's still new for somebody. I was a reminder, even though we are so immersed in it, that somebody is hearing about her for the first time and now mm-hmm. they're able to actually hear some music. So we've come a long way over we the have. last. Yeah. Yeah. Last 22 years. Whew. All right. Um, Michelle Williams, the Brill mm-hmm. Juggle Trouble Water. she is uh, scheduled to appear on the terrell show the season six premiere um it's always a fun time we usually check out the terrell show artists just let go and they get to sing as amazingly as they want to be and have a good time doing it you know so i can't wait to watch that on june 29th uh yeah yeah yeah, i like michelle i love michelle actually (laughs) yeah um so juneteenth is this Monday, mm-hmm. and those of you who don't have something to do in your area, uh, you can check out CNN, who is airing the second annual, um, what's it called, Juneteenth, a global celebration for freedom. This is big to have, <laughs> like, you know, Joe to see on CNN, but they just added some new artists to the list, oh, actually. Yeah, so they added Charlie Wilson. Okay. They added Money Long. They added Nelly and they added Chloe Bailey. We'll see what she got. All right. <laughs> the list that already included, um, of course, Joe Desi, Kirk Franklin, Miguel, and SWV. So it should be a be great show. show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a DDR. So yeah, yeah, I think it's a great platform. <laughs> <laughs> Why <are> you laughing? <laughs> uh, another another. Uh, <laughs> Another concept that was just announced is um, hip hop is forever. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's the 50th anniversary of hip hop this year. So, mm-hmm. Hot 97, that's only right, the Hot 97 will get involved and do a concert curated by Funkmaster Flex. Drop a, drop a bomb right there. Cypher don't get gas. In Madison Square Garden. So, if you're in New York area, in Madison Square Garden, September 15th, tickets are on sale now mm-hmm. for this hip hop. Concert, which has a interesting lineup, Shan. Who's on his lineup? So EMP, EPMD, all for okay. it. Wu Tang Clan, yes, yep. hip hop all day. Then things go a little left <laughs> mm-hmm. on the lineup. Then you get Sean Paul. Um, then <laughs> you're not gonna say that. Then you get um, which I understand. Then you get Mary J. Blige, which I totally get because okay. she's the queen of hip hop soul. Then you got Mariah Carey, who you know was the bridge to pop music and hip hop. Mm-hmm. So I get it, get it completely. Yeah. But then nothing says hip hop like Tyrese and Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tyrese had some collabs back in the day. So, well, yeah, know. Black Tie was, Black you know, remember the, you know, the hip hop album? Yeah. I, I don't know where he fit in. I don't mm-hmm. even know. Is, is there a song that he's featured on from somebody? He might be. Who? Is it Fat Joe and Maxwell somewhere I don't know about? 
When did Maxwell ever have a hip hop collaboration? Somebody, Z High, please DM me. Be as angry as you want to be that I don't know this. Ain't nothing pulled up. Nothing pulled up. This is a blank Google page. There's nothing. I don't see it. There's no results. No results at all. <laughs> Would you like to search for something else? <laughs> that, that's crazy. But, Maxwell, um, so, you I know. Maybe him and Megan will have a bending down knee challenge or something. <laughs> you know, he might pull him out to sing, you know, on some on some on a couple sing of tracks. What? On a couple of tracks, you know. What? The ones that have R and B features, he can come out there and, and do a little, little something, you know. So. Again, I say what? Because <laughs> Mary is already there, so you don't need him to sing with um with Method Man. Is mm. that's done. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. I really am, but well, let's Tyrese sing it. <laughs> yeah, Tyrese would be a, a better fit. Uh, but, but why, no. why are they singing at the hip hop concert? You just let Maxwell do what Maxwell do. Okay, <laughs> he, he might just come out there and surprise you. Okay, uh, ascension and don't ever wonder. <laughs> Maxwell has a lot of layers. He's a lot of layers. So we just you know we might be here for a surprise, and that's yeah. all about that. I can't wait. listen, Zeev. If y'all go, please just <laughs> <laughs> go live. <laughs> I can see. Oh, that's wild. But anyway, <laughs> check it out. Tickets are on sale now for Hip Hop is Forever. Maxwell is Forever. Let's go. Yes. All right. So before we dive into these RM birthdays, I do What's have up? one more little announcement oh, to make okay. here. What's our really good friend of the show, Darius, aka Mr. Dress and Rest himself, is doing, doing a very special Soulful Sunday. Uh. He's going to have Mila from 702, Nikki nice. from and Brandy Williams from Black joining mm. him on a panel. Amazing. So guys, tune in June Please. 25th at 4 p.m. That's going to be amazing. I'm excited. I can't wait. Oh, that's a dream come true. Shout mm. out to Darius. Yeah, that's Shout a big one. Yes, I love that. I love that. Mm. I'll be tuned in. <laughs> I love that. All right. So let's get into these armed birthdays, shall we? Yes, I have quite a few of them. All right. We will okay. kick things off with Jesse Smollett. Oh, next. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. You sleep on a birthday. Happy birthday, Jesse. Birthday, Jesse. Lionel Richie is celebrating a birthday this week. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, Solange. Solange knows celebrating hey. a birthday. Solo. Right. Solo yeah. Angel. Andy Jackson <laughs> celebrating a birthday. Centipede. <laughs> Nathan Morris is celebrating a birthday. Mm-hmm. Chico DeBarge. Hey. As well as Mark DeBarge are both celebrating birthdays this week. All the DeBarges. And Sierra Sheard is celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday, Kiki. Yes, a lot of birthdays. Lot oh, of that's birthdays. great. That's great. Mm-hmm. No, and to let me just let you know, I love the Smolets with all my heart. There's not a Smolette I don't like. 
and I, I enjoy Jesse as well. <laughs> we have a lot going on today. We have a lot going we on. Me too. I think the beef episode just got me in the feeling. <laughs> Energized me. <laughs> All right. Y'all know what time it is. It is time for the album bursaries. It is my favorite part of the show, and it wouldn't be right if I didn't give it a little intro music. So it is time for our Anniversary. Like smooth like butter, See how that just smooth down and drip down there? Come on. <laughs> I should have gave you a little bit of Avery Wilson, but I'm not that good. <laughs> you should have gave me a little Avery. <laughs> <laughs> a little tank, a little loop, a little something. I'm gonna... And Nick hurt for watching the tank. Because <laughs> the neck was moving, child. It was just... the chin. I thought it was winding me up there for a minute. That neck was moving so much. <laughs> All right, this is the time of show we celebrate the albums that dropped this time yesteryear. And there's some pretty good ones, of course. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson dropped History. This was like my first mm-hmm. CD I bought when I got my first portable record uh, CD player. So, yeah, <laughs> special place in my heart. <laughs> um, that dropped in 1995 on the 20th of June. Um, mm. I'm bouncing around dates just based on what I like, so deal with it. <laughs> uh, Tony, Tony, Tony dropped Sons of Soul in 1993 on the 22nd of June. What's your song on there? All of them. <laughs> all it really is, all of them. Yeah, it is. No, no. The no, tour days, no. what happened with the tour? Right, summer over. I haven't seen um, anything. Right. We, we don't wait on it. We still waiting. I got my alerts, my Google alerts ready. <laughs> Uh, Casey and JoJo dropped their debut, Love Always, on the 17th of June in 1997. You bring me up. See, can you bring me down? And Vogue dropped EV3 on the same day, June 17th in 1997. Uh, Who else we got here? Oh, okay. The Mo Money soundtrack dropped in 1992 mm. in June 23rd, which is the best things in life are free. Well, that was a good duet. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Missy Elliott dropped The Real World in 1999 on the 22nd mm. of June, where she's a <gasps> and crazy feelings oh, and hot boys and all in my yes. grill. Oh, it's a good album. So many hits. So many things. So many hits. Oh, man. Um, Kelly Price dropped Soul of a Woman mm. on the 23rd of 1998. Friend of mine. That's a good one. Yes. Mm. And Secret Love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in 2001, we got that amazing record from Luther Vandross, his comeback mm-hmm. record on the 19th of June. And we also, J Records was killing it. Because then we got Monica in 2003 with After mm-hmm. the Storm, which is one of my personal favorites of Monica. Such with Soak On yes. and Knock, Knock, Knock. Stop knocking. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, finally, tis the season. We are at 20 years of Dangerously in Love from Beyonce. Is it 20 years? Right, how old are we? <laughs> 20 years. Oh, wow. wow. 20 years of me singing yes and <laughs> <laughs> Signs and speechless. Daddy, rough, and they got me a high. Or whatever, Missy Elliott put it. Whatever, Missy Elliott said. January to December, here's my open arms. 
love it. Love it. Oh my gosh. Just uh, go back, everybody. Listen to those amazing albums. Celebrate mm-hmm. things we love 20 years. And um, yeah, yeah, that's our album bursaries. Get into them. It's a really good season. I like this list. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I'm about to play all of these. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right. So let's get into today's topic, shall we? Yes. So there has been a lot of discussion lately mm. about who has the best interlude. Is this Tank again? This is yeah. just a Tank episode because Tank episode. Tank was the one who started this, right? Because he, he claimed, but you know? well, he mm-hmm. claimed he has the best interludes ever on he, any album. He did. He did. I don't know which ones, but you tell me if I am missing something, please. I hope you're not asking me personally because I was. I heard a cricket, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) My Google search is empty. I gotta go back. Um, I gotta go back because I I think Sex, Love, and Pain has some good stuff. Sex, Love, and Pain has some good stuff. And I know that he's written a lot of great, you know, interludes like the ones Mm -hmm. with David Hollister and things like that. Yeah, I love that. but off the top of my head, I I can't think of a tank interlude. That but this was... is Tank's thing, right? He's like, I'm gonna start challenges. Um, that's just what he does. Did anybody participate in an interlude challenge? I th- do a Google search. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what, what what were the requirements? Like, are you, do you have to create your own interlude, or are you just covering? I think you had to else? name. You had to name like what are the best interludes, basically, um, oh. and uplift your own. If, if you're an artist, put your oh. own interludes in the in the hat. You know, I didn't make it that far. I just saw I'm doing an interlude challenge, and then I scrolled. Yeah. So. Well, I know for sure what we did end up doing, thanks to Tank, right, is creating our own list of. Mm-hmm bomb interludes that have really shaped our life that we don't realize you know they happen between the hits but they still are a major part of the flow of an album the shift of an album and really tying a package together so um there's some some of them are my favorites and really help to like inform about an artist you get to go a little deeper than the the songs that were written about for them so I'm all for interludes. I, I love them. I actually have like a little playlist of interludes when I'm just in that mood. Um, so let's let's talk about the interludes. I'm excited about this episode. So thank you for bringing this up. Thank you, Tank, for starting this challenge and getting letting us be a part of it because we we gonna go through our favorite interludes today. <laughs> <laughs> Can I start? Because I just have to get it out there. You know, I know you ready. Yeah, you know, because I just have to get it out there because. I should not be here today. I should be dead and gone because <laughs> <laughs> the first interlude that we are talking about was so controversial and mm-hmm. dangerous in my household. And that is Whose Is It from the Total Debut album in 1996. Ooh, okay. Do you remember this interlude? I do. I do. <laughs> it's quite scandalous. It was very. You know, I'm just a young book. I I'm, I don't know nothing about the world. I'm you know just coming into the double digits, mm. and sandwiched between no one else, their hit song, mm. the reason why I got the album, and then right before kissing you, which mm-hmm. is the best song, 
of total, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, Absolutely. Is, is this interlude. And for a while, I thought the word interlude meant something completely different. Like whenever I saw interlude, I was like, oh, people are just having sex in the middle of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it always had a sexy connotation to it because of this song. Those of you who don't know, go back and listen to Toto's album. But if you heard it, you are changed forever. <laughs> And I would, you know, it, it it's definitely, who is it? It's Pam and Kima listening in on a sexual rendezvous between Keisha mm-hmm. and a person played by Puffy. And she is wearing him out <laughs> um, in, in, in all the ways, spankings, paddles, all the stuff. So much that he Ooh. is crying and pleading <laughs> for his life by the end of it. Um, Yeah. I learned how to run quickly to press that next track button because I used to play this album. You know, at that age, you got to play your albums with your family. So after no one else comes on, I'm rushing to hit next because I know what's coming on next. And it's happened to me. My mother was ready to whip my bed when this came on at a family function. You know, sometimes you don't always catch it. You you hear something, you know, oh, she's wrapping around upstairs. Change that. <laughs> Let me tell you, Byron was not, I almost didn't make it. <laughs> Why would they put it there? Why could it not just be during, I mean, the whole album is good, but put it somewhere. There's a way to kiss him you and. Put it after, do you think about us or something? You know, don't, don't put it there because I need those two together. I mean, they always had some questionable interludes, so... Yeah, then they started playing with me. Playing my whole life, right? They were like, oh, we're just going to make this a thing where Byron almost gets the light knocked oh, out yeah. of him. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, so, no, my, I never played the second album in, in public because... <laughs> right, fool me once. <laughs> but what... What an interlude. I had never heard, especially on the R&B album, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was only allowed to really buy R&B albums because they were safe. They were clean. They were, you, you know. they were safe. You were. You know, little did my mama know that I was over there becoming a man. <laughs> <laughs> For real. For real. Oh, so I blame, I should have blamed her when we interviewed her. Thank you, Pam. <laughs> She saved. She saved. She is. She is. Oh man, man. So that's that's my first. I just had yeah. to go in there and I just had to pick it off. Come on. Okay. All right. So who you got? I'm trying to recover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this 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 next group, I consider them to be. Like the be all end all kings of interludes. Really? Who is this? The king of interludes. Kings of interludes. Okay. This is one twelve. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Elaborate. Elaborate. They they have simultaneously just shut the interlude game down because (laughs) you would hear interlude for one twelve and you were wishing you're just wishing that it was an entire song. Oh, like every single one, sexy you, anywhere. My personal favorite, Q Mike Slim and Duran. Now you know that's like, the one. 
that's the one right there. It's like, why is this not a whole song? Like, like it just makes you frustrated. It it frustrates you because you really want it to be a whole song. Uh, But as we saw on the verses with Jagged Edge, they Mm -hmm. literally killed them with interludes. Wow, interludes alone. It don't even have to be a whole track. Just give you you a couple (laughs) vocals right there, and then boom, it's, it's a rap. Yeah. But they, they, they have some dope interludes. They do, they do. They and there's always a perfect like segue into the next song. But anywhere going into that, any man, look. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. I love Q Mike Slenderon. That is one of my, you know, very often you like skip interludes. No, mm-hmm. you stay on that. It's a you whole experience on its you own. Skip them. One yeah. full of has incredible interludes. They I are... skipped anywhere because I couldn't wait to get to the actual song. Right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. It's a, it's a good one. I don't I don't think that there are, there are any other artists who are, who's touching on the interludes, in my mm-hmm. personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. We go. We gonna see. It's so smooth. It's so smooth. And the way that they just, uh, I feel like they kind of like set the tone. Like they mm-hmm. really, really set the tone for the interludes. Like after that, because yeah, but they they just know how to set a mood, especially they, you know, yeah, Q and the interlude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and to your point, like it feeds so well into whatever the song is that's coming it up. Does. So I, I I feel that. Yeah. So I, I I'll give them that. You you I go back and listen to they have a lot of interludes too, they by the way. Lot. That's what I'm they saying. Whole, they can just do an interlude <laughs> album. Just straight <laughs> Exactly. They have exactly. so many. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all like fires. So. <laughs> hey. <laughs> that's a good one. Shout out to one twelve. We love them. Mm-hmm. We do. All right. Next on my list is the vocal Bible, mm-hmm. Brandy Norwood. I'm referring to Dedicate, parts mm-hmm. one, two, and three. So, as we Same know, parts. yeah, as we know, the debut album from Brandy is ridiculous. There's mm-hmm. so many, like, hot songs on it. But what I loved about the interludes, and I think that's the reason why people really love Brandy, is because you got to really know about her as mm-hmm. a person through the interlude she lays it out from the beginning like her she's a family person like her dad who taught her everything about singing and how close she is with her brother and what he brings as far as like the dance moves and her mom you know but then she goes into like her inspirations so she lets you know from the beginning that Whitney Houston is my mentor she ain't even mm-hmm. meet Whitney Houston at this point you know she she's Aretha Franklin Stevie Wonder all, you know, all these people. And it's so funny how this became like a manifest of mm, the people that yeah. she would end up working with. Like she has mm-hmm. performed with every single one of these people. So you just got to yeah. speak it into existence sometimes. And that's what she did. Whitney became her fairy godmother, became her everything. Because mm-hmm. she, from the minute you met her, said, this is who I am about. This is who I ride for. And it's who I want to. This is who I aspire to be. So it's an inspiration. And I loved hearing, especially this young girl who we were just getting to know. And we really we really bonded with Brandy because yeah. of, I think, the songs, but also the interludes. It was where you really got to see who she she was and then really mm-hmm. being R&B sweetheart and all that. So I enjoy listening to these. These are another ones I don't skip because it's just a vibe. I just love hearing about yeah, I just love hearing about it. It's, just, it's so interesting to see how you make it happen right, by just saying it. So I love that. I love that because there's so many different types of interludes. So you have mm-hmm. people who are doing dedications. You have ones who are, you know, thinking and praising God. You have ones who are just all about mm-hmm. sex and love and things like that. You have mm-hmm. phone calls. Like, they're just so oh, many Lord. types. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many different types today. They all like have their place in whatever album that you're listening to and it just makes up for such a great body of work. So. And they inform you so much about the artist. Where mm-hmm, they back in the nineties, right? This is how this is how we knew an artist. This little mm-hmm. set that they would give us and they wouldn't see them until the next set. <laughs> They're all that stuff, you know. So we um yeah. And it is because of that we feel so close to the folks that we're talking about. We do, uh, we do. Yeah, yeah. Who is well, next, Jan? Keeping it back on the sexy train. <laughs> <laughs> you know, going back to the sexes. We have next with my place. Ooh, okay. And the mercy. What I love about this interlude is just the vocals. Oh my Can gosh. we just talk about how smooth this is? So smooth. Like, like for real. For real. So smooth. I, I used to play this all the time. Rated Next was also controversial in my house. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but I used to play this all the time. It's just such a smooth, smooth track. And so endearing, right? So yep. um, just that ready, ready sex. Just all oh, everything. Um, <laughs> but I, but I love how it led into one of my favorite songs on Radio Next, which is Cozy. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's because interlude is so um, it, it's so romantic, so inviting for what could be like a sexual rendezvous. But then Cozy is like, no, let's actually just chill. Yep. <laughs> yeah, first Netflix and chill. <laughs> so you know. Of course, uh, you know, RL ruins it. Like, I forgot the Jimmy hat. Yeah, but but no, I, I just this is to me this is a song on the album, it's not just an interlude. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you put it on here. <laughs> but it was just one me. Those it's one of those words. I just said mm-hmm. this way so perfectly. Ready, set. <laughs> Put on some next. <laughs> Not in my seat. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, great. Mm. All right, more, more sexiness is going to come from uh, TLC. TLC. <laughs> and I know why you're laughing because you never know which way a TLC interlude is going to go. You don't. Especially when it comes to the sexy interlude on mm-hmm. Crazy Sexy Cool because it is chilly leaning into her <laughs> amazing ability to moan and just be <laughs> the sexy one in the group, right? That she's stepping into that role and on the phone with somebody asking for some help. <laughs> oh, when I tell you, I must have played that interlude like 50, 11 times because I will crack up so hard <laughs> when I played it. Because <laughs> you imagine just being on the phone with somebody, you're doing all this moaning and groaning and saying, you need, I need you to help it. me. And then at the end, I need some toilet paper so I can wipe my ass. <laughs> <laughs> they are some fools all the way. All the I way. They are was dying. That is probably one of my favorite. But again, right? If you connected with the artist because, you, you know, yeah, yeah, we know that TLC were just some knuckleheads, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at heart. And those interludes definitely gave you opportunity 
to enjoy that and laugh along with them because it was crazy. And I also think about Intermission 1 on Ooh on the TLC tip was one of my favorite ones. (laughs) Just a sprinkle a day, watch the whole thing (laughs) away, as the whole been sprinkled today. It just shows like the playfulness of, of the ladies. And yeah, they were crazy. They were crazy characters, right? It's so, so fun. It's always exactly. So fun. Exactly. Mm. So that's definitely on my list of like favorite interludes because TLC always was just fun to me. <laughs> but they would take you through all the ways, right? They give you real like special and they give you yeah. and they give you water sprawls with so conscious and then they have spun on the interludes. Yeah, so you gotta yeah. break it up and toss in a little some fun you elements. Do. In a well, a full-rounded person isn't all serious, isn't all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's why Crazy Sexy Cool was such a great album because you got to explore everything that you are about mm-hmm. yourself while listening to this album. So, yeah. Sexy, but what an interlude. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. You know, so we mentioned... You know how sometimes interludes can be really personal to people and mm-hmm. you know some of the things that they may have gone through or they've experienced in their lives and mm-hmm. one of my favorite interludes is um khalil my boys to men mm-hmm. you know it's a tribute to it. their role manager um khalil roundtree who was shot in chicago i believe this is why the group was opening for the mc Amateur. tour yep yep yeah and just the oh, the emotion and the love and the care on that song is it's something that just really penetrates your soul. Absolutely, it's, it's beautifully sang. It's beautifully written. And I agree. I agree. You know, uh, he was also the driving force behind uh, "One Sweet Day" as mm-hmm. well. You know, but it was it was big. You know, you think about. Um, you know, boys to men and, and their their image, right? Mm-hmm. So they represent like a lot of like black male black male joy in a sense. Yeah. You yeah. know, but but during the climate that they were out, you know, there's there's it's like boys in the hood outside basically. You know, so it's very rare. But it's rare for a black man to ignore that, you know, and they, they did a good mm-hmm. job of like Motown Philly and, you know, just uh keeping things on a romantic tip. But sometimes it's okay to like say i'm not okay there's like real stuff happening outside and i'm like really affected by that so taking this time Mm -hmm. on such an amazing set like two is you know to really uh dedicate to someone who was meant a lot to their career their manager you know and and just the way that he was killed you know just being shot in 1992 which is 1992 was crazy Mm -hmm. you know so they couldn't put out an album and act like it's all just love it's reality you know, yeah. especially for, for boys who are transitioning into men. Mm-hmm. So it's a powerful, powerful interlude Very for powerful. sure. And hit all of us emotionally. So shout out to Boys to Men for doing that and taking the time on the record to do that. Um, yeah. Rest in peace to Khalil Roundtree as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So you, you mentioned earlier, like, uh, interludes that are so good that you're like, I wish this was a song. I need mm-hmm. this to be a song. You know, and for me, one of those was there's many. One of those was SWV, Where is the Love, which was on their new beginning album, mm-hmm. uh, which had the other one. Uh it's written by Gordon Chambers. And mm-hmm. I remember like listening like, that's it. That's, 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 that's it. 
<laughs> I'm looking like maybe they maybe they have a longer one coming down. Maybe the next song is gonna be this full thing. You know what I mean? Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> um, it finally finally surfaced on like a compilation album, like a yeah. best of SWB, where it was like, oh, thank God, this was actually a real song because <laughs> you can't just fade it out. You know what I mean? Don't be fading out Coco with them. Yeah. <laughs> when they sang, you know, but it was it was great. It was a great song, and definitely, you know, that that album had so many great moments. You know, Use your heart being one of them. Yes. And yeah, yeah, and the other one, you know, that's my jam. As scandalous <laughs> as it is, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, this was it was a dream come true to get the full full version of this song. But for a time, all I had was replaying and replaying, replaying <laughs> that interlude. So. Definitely, and I just love seeing SWB shine right now. It's it's their mm-hmm. season. It's so their season. They're in great season. A great so season. So if you see me at a concert, I'm saying, "Where's the love? Sing, where's the love?" They won't. But I'm still Speaking of another lady who has amazing interludes, I have to go with Faith Evans. Okay. Which one? She, she, has, she, has, she has quite a few. Yeah. She has quite a few, but there's something about stay. Okay. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. Talk hear about it? it. Yes. Talk uh, about when it. He's, she's oh she's just begging this person who just wants to be with you. And why can't they just stay for a little while? And they have a heart and they missing you. Like all of these components that go into into this interlude. This is a one, another one of those where I wish that it was a full complete song because Mm -hmm. Evans just killed it I feel like when it comes to a lot of the the solo female artist interludes like Faith Evans she just has them she has them oh yeah oh absolutely you know that's those where you know I always get mad when they fade stuff down when the artist is like still giving you the best that they got yes (laughs) (laughs) so that's the that's what hurts the most um, mm-hmm. But no, Faith has so many in that album. I mean, Keep the Faith is yeah, just a, a classic away, record. One of yeah. those. Tears I'm Away. So because yeah, she, gave you, she gave you a little interlude. You know, you have the interlude on the album, but it's a full song on the Half Plenty soundtrack. And uh, it's that's not right. available. That's right. Like, it's well, not, you know, you like, have a soundtrack. Go on, but... yeah, girl, look, y'all better stop sleeping on Half Plenty. Movie was bad, but soundtrack was good. That soundtrack was good. Yeah, soundtrack was good. <laughs> I Man. wanted to find this full version. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have plenty of soundtrack. Yeah. So now I just yeah. gotta replay this interlude over and over again. <laughs> to make a full song. To a full track. Who sit together? We gotta have on the loop. <laughs> you could go no, on YouTube and get the full song. Interludes. You did not have to buy to have plenty of soundtrack. Go to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. So it's just me out here looping them songs, just me. Yes. Okay. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I love it. That's all, all right. You two are all <laughs> when you want to piece together a song eighteen I'm times. Piece it together because I don't want to pay for premium. Okay. Let me, let me oh live. lord. Oh lord. Okay. Choices. In the middle of the song and then boom, <laughs> air pop up. No, no, no. no. <laughs> over it <laughs> I gotta move on alright so 
I can't, we could not talk about interludes without this next one in my book, right? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) those of you who know, and many of you do, you know that Donnell Jones, (laughs) that Where (laughs) I Want to Be album is something serious. Mm -hmm. But you know, uh, my favorite moment comes from (laughs) Think About It which is one of my favorite songs on the album. And after okay. that, there is this amazing shift in the song. They don't even call this an interlude. It's just like added to the end of Think About It. Don't call mm-hmm. my crib. And <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. First of all, I wasn't expecting it. And secondly, it is one of my favorite songs on mm-hmm. the album. <laughs> like Donnell just was killing it on this and it you know just tells a tale of someone who's uh uh, on the side thing is calling the house Mm -hmm. during business hours during family time (laughs) you know (laughs) oh we got an understanding but you you just you just you doing what you're going to do in this relationship (laughs) (laughs) and why you keep calling me when you know i live with my girl is amazing. It's it's so like on the nose and point blank period. And then it just goes on. And after like a few a minute of time. And I was like, dang, this is the I just felt like in my bones like this was a full song that didn't make it onto the album. And mm-hmm. it wouldn't be until 2012 when Donnell would like <laughs> gift us on YouTube, like, oh yeah, here's the full song, y'all, for real. It was a full song. Oh wow. So in case you missed it, go on YouTube because it is a full track and it mm. is even more scandalous than what we got <laughs> in that, that little fragment, that snippet on the the song album from Daniel Jones. Um, but yeah, such oh such a great moment. Why you keep calling me? Pressuring me. You know I live with my girls. <laughs> You know, I feel like there are quite a few songs that have been recorded as interludes and they are actually mm-hmm. full songs, like, yeah, and they're just hidden in the vault somewhere and they have not been released. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. for me, anything by Carl Thomas, Ooh. that should have been like a complete track instead of like a little one minute and 35 second snippet. Yeah. A lot of those interludes on that Carl Thomas album. Need a, lot, to be. a lot. A cool. lot. But that anything is just so smooth. And, you know, Mario Wine has produced it. And of course, and it was just incredible. But why? I just want. I just want to know why. Like, why didn't he? Why didn't he make the cut? Like, I think oh, halfway. Wow. Halfway made the cut, but the full track. <laughs> I need Carl to put out just like the full recording, the yeah. full studio sessions from that because the album is such a vibe. Like, you just know that they just like album. jammed for a long period of time. You know they did. And this you is just one of those Come ones. Come on, Carl. Stop playing with us. This is one of those ones. Mm. But that's a great pick. But there, and there's so many on that album well, that a, yeah, you could have picked. We could anything. just list, yeah, we could list them all. But yeah, that's anything me. is dope. Mm-hmm. The poems, all the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am, say line and pray. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Loved it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Paul, please come to the show. <laughs> just, I just, just gotta know. Bring some stuff with you. Um, 
Right. So I'm moving a little, yeah, moving a little bit. I'm veering off from '90s. I know we do '90s a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, I just had to uplift one from the 2000s era that I really like, and that is um, Tyrese on. Um, it's called "I'm the Other Man." Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Do you remember this interlude? It's from the, it's on the "I Want to Go There" album that had um, "How You Gonna Act Like That." Okay, and, okay, okay. Yeah. Back, and the, re- and the refrain is, I'm the other man with your woman. And it's all about how your woman is attracted to Tyrese because he treats her right. He does all the things that you don't do. And you are slipping up and she knows it and she's coming to me. So you need to step your game up. And it is so sweet. It might it it got a guitar in it, so it could be a Joe song, right? <laughs> but it's just like it's just, it's just it's just so it's just a guitar and Tyrese, and it's fantastic. It's one of my favorite moments off that album. Please go check it out, Shane. Uh, let me know what you think. Let me, but I, let me find out that's Joe on a guitar. Look, that's look the only that it, it, it could be. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I know that Tyrese worked with the underdogs a lot during that era, so it could yeah, be them, yeah. but it could very much be a Tyre. It could be a Joe song as well. But it's one of those ones to your point. I'm like, I could hear a whole song of this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to play that. We'll play that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now bring our song back to the 90s, right? Because, mm-hmm. oh, oh, goodness. Are we done already? Good Lord. Okay. I think we had the last song. Are we? I think so. I think we are. Anyway, if we are, I know that we can't have an interludes list without the queen of interludes. (laughs) And that is Janet Demita Jo Jackson. That she is. You want to talk about who has the most interludes on an album? Go and listen to 1993's Janet album. (laughs) <laughs> the album got about 45 songs. <sighs> 30 of them are interludes. <laughs> and they're like, and it used to be the wind, or it's rain, that. or it's a hiccup, or it's a sneeze. Or, <laughs> 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 <damn sneeze. laughs> or it's just, damn, baby, next song. It's like, it's like but they play such an important part. Yeah, but <laughs> she's the queen, queen of interludes, right? Um, but I'm not even talking about anything on the 1993 album. What I am focused on is the Velvet Rope in mm. 1997. There's a lot of interludes on there. A lot of ways that I could go. I enjoy all of them. Um, but for this episode, I am going to uh, celebrate Speakerphone. Do you remember Speakerphone? On the Velvet Rope album. Vaguely. So Janet calls up a female friend mm-hmm. and one of her hands is yep, occupied. Yep. She's yep, yep, one of her hands yep, yep. are pretty mm-hmm. occupied while she's on the phone. What I found out that I find is so interesting. Let's break this <laughs> down, right? Here we go. Here, here's me doing my thing. Uh so the person on the other line is mm-hmm. none other than Lisa Marie Presley. Kid you not. (laughs) For many years, I thought this was a black woman that she was talking to, first of all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the fact that this is, and and this is more enhanced, right? So this is 1997. 
Yep. Lisa Marie and Michael Jackson had been divorced since 1995. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she still has her ex-sister-in-law on a track where she is fondling herself. <laughs> pleasuring herself. Oh, so, again, we go back to like how we get to know people and artists aside from their music, even though that album is so biographical it's even more Mm -hmm. enhanced by the fact that she brought us into like that part of her who has a (laughs) sister-in-law that she plays around with and has a good time even though she's no longer with her brother that's which i think is so complex and so amazing it's a lot lot. at one time (laughs) it's a lot but it is Janet's way of giving you just another glimpse into her life because she's very stripped and raw on this album, you know, from the mm-hmm. abuse is, and everything. Yeah. So why not let us into that part of her life too? Never mentioning her brother, but also giving you a little bit of Michael, letting you know where she comes from mm-hmm. <laughs> and what her family dynamic is. Yeah. You know, which is people, so people didn't know she was doing that. On that album, as well as you know, all the amazing songs that told her story. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's brilliant. It was something that I discovered later on after like really listening. You know, they they didn't credit her, you know, because that would be, you know, yeah, to imagine. Everybody would zoom into like Lisa Marie's on this album, you know, family dinner. Right, yeah. So Michael was so embarrassed. Which <laughs> I can see that. I can see. I can see that. <laughs> so go back and like listen to speakerphone. It will have a new meaning for you, and you, your mouth will be a gay black chance. <laughs> Oh my god, that's that's my interludes. Those are my favorite interludes. I have to say, I am curious to know what other people. I, I'm curious to know what other people uh, flock to as far as interludes. And there were some other ones. We specifically didn't talk about intros on this one because you mm. asked me. You were like, "Does that include intros?" I'm like, no, that's a different dynamic. That sets the stage. This really like changes the mood of a of a record. You know, that's a forecast. We are in it. <laughs> yeah. So so we might have to do a separate. A celebration of those intros. Yeah. I have good to one. just do an honorable mention Please. of one of my favorite interludes. And I was so upset that this was never a full song. Jill Scott, which is Crown Roll. Mm, that's a good one. It's going to be honorable right mention. back because... to you. You know, I'm surprised because I thought you were going to uh, mention Silk interlude. <laughs> I really thought you were gonna give me that. Not today, not today. <laughs> Y'all fighting? <laughs> Let me call it. Oh, no, never that, never that, never that. <laughs> but yeah, Crown Royal is really dope. Really yes. dope. And I I put it out because me, it's a whole song. It's a song, right? It's a <sighs> song to me. But it is interesting. It is absolutely right. Yeah. There's a. To me, I get I get just enough from that. <laughs> Give you a little more. I need a little um, more. I need, I need yeah, a just more. a little more. I need a little more. Yeah, but there are so <laughs> many others. To your point, there are so many other amazing interludes out there, and I mm-hmm. really look forward to seeing what the Z Hive uh, uh, lets us know are their favorite interludes. Because yeah, mm-hmm. the gamut runs like you said. There's so many different kinds. 
you can go in any direction. So um, I think, and you learn so much about the artist and you learn so much about your own personal taste as well. Still from hearing those kinds of notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, I learned a little bit about you too today. <laughs> <laughs> and you learned about me. <laughs> Apparently, I like moaning on uh, interludes. That's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I learned about me. <laughs> and phone calls. Yeah, a lot of phone like calls. Kind of <laughs> 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 All right, so. Zihad, please, please, please hit us up. Let us know yes. what we may have forgotten, what deserves more shine, and what interludes you vibe with. What what do you mm-hmm. not skip when you're listening to your albums? Uh, for sure. And you know where to do that? At 90s RNB University on Instagram. Uh, feel free to comment mm-hmm. on this post, and we will make sure that we respond back to you. And check out the interludes, too, if we don't know them, because there's so many that we probably haven't heard so much. <laughs> Believe it or not, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I have some that I need to go back and listen to just just to. Same I'm gonna here. put. It, I'm gonna make a whole 112 interlude list just for you, Shane, because I want to just <laughs> vibe out to all of them. <laughs> Unfaith too. I think she deserves all. Time of your life. <laughs> I love it. A lot of mercy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, just a reminder, a reminder to have a safe Juneteenth weekend. Get out there and celebrate freedom, but come back. (laughs) Please, just be safe out there. Uh, And for all the fathers out there, including myself, my first one, happy Father's Day to you. Yep, there's some real ones out there. And uh, holding it down. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Daddy, uh, <laughs> that's why I'm playing all on this day. What a bit of <laughs> but thank you very much. And uh, yeah, you know what to do to stay connected with us, everybody. Uh, sign up at zumblemedia.com for cultural coffee every Friday. Mm-hmm. You get a warm cup of nostalgia from the 90s featuring articles by myself and by Shan Mm -hmm. and by Scenes with Sisters and our girl Jaleesa and the rest of the Zimble Click, Jason, Rich, everybody. Um, So yeah, we love, love, love connecting with you and we can't do anything without your love and support. So we really cherish the way that you hold us down, the way you listen to us every week and comment on and start a conversation with us because there's a lot, mm-hmm. lot that we I'm, I'm worried about you know what we the power that we have now with these beasts <laughs> <laughs> who will be next who will be next it's gonna be somebody wild right that's <laughs> why so we didn't know how beef <laughs> who Charlie most of beefing with <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, only, only time will tell. Uh, that is it for us, everybody. Again, thank you for listening to us every week. Um, and we got some new things coming. We're, we're coming up on that big 100, that 100 Ooh, we episode. Are. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. We never, yeah, we never looked better. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So stay tuned for something very special. Um, mm-hmm. We've got some big things on the horizon to share with you, and we can't wait to spill the beans. All right. 
But in the meantime, between time, it is your PhD in R&B. <laughs> I'm a rock with it. Seriously, <laughs> Professor B. And I'm Shannon, First Lady. <laughs> and we love you, love you, love you for listening. We love you guys. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>